here we go. It's that time of year again, kiddies. The footy's back, and so are these gibbers. Back for a sixth season, Blake in the pork. Ha! These blokes have come a long way since they started out in 2018. Back then, all they had was a limited knowledge of the game of rugby league, three listeners, and an unconditional love of those men in green. Fast forward five years and sure, they still don't know much about footy, but they've nudged that listener count into double figures and they've added their own secret weapon. The longest guest star in the history of guest stars has entered the fray. That's right, that's Matt Hollywood Lenevis. Ha! What about this bloke? Somebody know him as the hunky Dr. Patrick Reed from Offspring. Others? Well, they just think of him as a regular bloke that bleeds green and fucking loves Sammy Valamay. Ha! And what about the other cast of misfits that make this bizarre show what it is? Lord Funkington? Ha! What about this bloke? He single-handedly made the phrase Raiders by 56 a worldwide phenomenon. And then you have that lovable lunatic from Philly, the shark. Ha! Who knows what's coming next with this loose cannon, but one thing's for sure, he never fails to make us laugh. And then you have Arnie J. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to cross him in a dark alley, but by gee, this bloke is the Bradman of stats. And then you have Denny Stewart. Ha! What does one say about this bloke? Apart from how the fuck does he keep getting again? Back for another season from the filthiest storeroom buried somewhere in the bowels of Civic. It's Raiders Review with Blake and the Paul. Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast coming to you from the filthiest store and buried somewhere in the bowels of Civic, the location of which we will never reveal where we Blake. Nah, never. And it's brought to you, as always, with the extremely dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Canberra Raiders' number one fan forum on the internet. Got Get on board and get engaging with people who love the Raiders as much as you do. And talking about people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do, get down to Land Speed Records and get served by people who really do love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do. We're also brought to you by our great friends at Audio Technica, who supply all the wonderful equipment on which you hear this magnificent yeah. podcast. And also supplied, supplied <clears> the main product. Prize last year of the uh, beautiful the, AT120 uh, turntable that that lovely Phoebe mag- took away. So we'll be doing a big competition again this year. Don't worry, folks. We will. We'll be doing. But we, we want we want the bar to be raised a bit higher. We do. We want the bar to be raised. And talking about raising the bar, classing the joint up, we are once again joined after some very heavy contract negotiations by our special guest stars returning, Heather Lockley and Matt Hollywood Leneves. Matthew, 
Hello, dear friends. Hello, Pork. You sound like you'd eaten half the animal there. What's going on with your voice? Oh, well, yeah. he, he, he sounds like he needs a fisherman's friend. Haven't been, haven't been well. Haven't been well the last couple of weeks, but I'm getting fired up for the football season. Absolutely so am I. fired up. And I'm super happy to be back. I was told this year it was going to be Blake and the Heather, but uh, you're here still, Pork. So welcome back. It's precious to uh, have you here, and I can't wait to jump into a whole new season. Well, look, I was very, very, uh, very <laughs> pleased. Uh, a poll run uh, recently in the off-season by our good friends at the Greenhouse um, found out that actually 33% of the listeners actually liked me, and um, I wasn't aware I'd hit that higher bar, <laughs> so I thought I'd return again because that, that gave me heart. Yeah, mate, don't don't trust don't trust Croatians. They have too many cousins in Canberra. That's all I'll say. Right? Are you saying it's like Uncle Nick's um, uh, internet followers? I'm just Sorry, saying Blake, Blake 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 has many yeah. many. No, many it's not. Friends. But it's 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 the mole's got the most. He's got the most. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, Tony. Yeah, you know he's great. You do, I've noticed though with the the Blake and the Pork Twitter account, you get to a you hit to a certain point where like every second follower you follow seems to be a, a dodgy follower. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. you're friends with all of them. Oh, absolutely all of them. Absolutely all of them. I, you know, like I've got no time. Look, there's plenty of news, people. There's plenty of news coming through and we should really get in there. And I should point out to you, this new segment is now brought to you by our great friends at Impact Comics down in Garima Place in Civic. You want nerdware, you want comics, you want all sorts of funny looking dolls, you want backpacks or sort of cards. They are your people. Get in there. They love the Raiders. You go support them. Blake, you got news. Okay, so... There's a lot of news. Where are we going to start with? Start with probably the uh, the biggest news of the the, the trial period. Mm. Xavier, as as his name is pronounced. Mm. Did you hear that? Did you see they, the I Raiders did. released that? It, he pronounced the X. He incorrectly pronounces his own name. Hey, so hey, we gonna... can't incorrectly pronounce <laughs> your own name. If he says it's Xavier, <laughs> it is Xavier. Of course, we know him here at the podcast as Javier. Javier Svage. Uh, but maybe it, we should call him X-Javier. Yeah, X-Xavier. <laughs> and the other one, the other. So <laughs> I went through all the pronunciations. There were a few that, that mm-hmm. stood out. A number of people sent that to me and said, make sure you get the pork to go over these because there's a few that he regularly fluffs. Mm. So totally. here the regularly butcher, but the one that that stood out for me, apart from Xavier, was Elliot White Ted. We've been saying head wrong, or it's actually Elliot White Ted. White Ted. White Ted. White Ted. No, you said hey. Did I? Ted. White Ted. White Ted. White Ed. T. I can't look. I'm never going to get it right. I'm never going to get it right. It's like it's like yelling at the dog for not being able to do calculus. It's not going to happen. Good on the boys though, because clearly you know when you're asking poor Clay Webb. To pronounce his own name, he doesn't need to, but he's obviously doing it because he's supporting. Yeah, well, you can't. Yeah, you can't have some the Pacifica the guys in his squad. Exactly. So I'm, I'm happy that they did it, and I always look forward to the the off season content that they put out. You know, we get so hungry for rugby league, and mm. obviously the World Cup finished a couple of months back, and I'm super excited. And I mean, I don't know. This is an audio medium, so you can't see right now, but Blake and the Port can. I've got the Raiders trial in the background right there. Oh, uh, nice. So, in the yeah, office. Which one, are we, which one are we watching? The the, the Tigers? The, the, first, the first half of the Tigers. Just, on, just a, on repeat. Then, then just it's on the repeat. first half of the Tigers and the first half of the Tigers. But no, it's been fun, man. Yeah. Don't yeah, watch no. a second. But yeah, the, the Raiders and, and Ben Pollock and everyone at the club actually do do a really good job really um, with the, the social media stuff, I've got to say. They do. Up with and, some of the best stuff in the league. And the engagement with the fans as well has been yeah. just top class. The stuff they did down at Maria was just outstanding and once more shows the the engagement and the commitment to the local region saying it's not just Canberra and Queanbeyan it's Canberra Queanbeyan Yass Goulburn Cooma like even out to Wagga definitely down to Maria and Batemans Bay Naruma like it's it's their area and they acknowledge it 
in a big way. Yeah. Group 10, Group 9, the Riverina. We've had a great connection yeah. with that part yeah. of the country for a long anyway, time. But anyway, Xavier Savage, busted jaw, out for um, eight weeks. Yeah. So it means he's going to miss the first um, six weeks of the season. It's one of those ones when it happens, you think, oh, maybe he can get back early. Mm-hmm. But when you actually see that... Um, that X-ray that, was yeah, quite condemning, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a clean oh, break. <laughs> it was a clean break. So he's, he's had screws. I actually saw him a couple of days ago in town. Um He's definitely put on a lot of size. Yeah, yeah. He's look, he's looking bigger than ever. And and what we did see him in that trial, um, quite in busting the jaw, he looked like he'd actually, you know, grown a bit as a player. We saw mm. um, we saw his ball playing is coming along. Yeah. And yeah, I think there's 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 plenty of to like about Xavier. So hopefully he'll, he will be back. Yeah, within yeah, the six will, weeks. It would be good. Of course, the news has also come through that uh, the Fafita David Fafita chase is down to two competitors, being the Titans and the Raiders. Um, the club is being bullish, saying they haven't given up hope. Uh, I have. He ain't coming. Yeah, we were very confident. We were a long time ago. You got, got what? You very got... good mail that it was all but a done deal. Uh, yeah. Now I'm to the point where I I will be very surprised if he comes. The longer it goes on, the less likely it seems as though it's gonna. Yeah, that's true. Happen. That's true. It's but also, happen. the Titans have a pretty tough draw to start the year. They play a couple of games, start losing, you know. And now that the um, the NRLRW, we can start signing players. And the rumor is David's dating his girlfriend again. So who knows? Maybe we can get them back on board. And I'm, I, I have hope. I'm, I mean, I'd rather be playing in the Raiders pack. Than oh, the Titans, absolutely, but... absolutely. And if he came, you know, he'd be coming for the right reasons because he'd be coming because he wanted to get serious about his football. And he but did, if he wants he to did stay, play under... with Jamal Fogarty in, that, in one did. season, didn't he? So yeah. there, there is a connection, and there. on the same side as well, apparently. And so they they did they did have a connection, and Jamal did put in a word. Um, Ricky flew up to the Gold Coast as our man John Sharkey. He did he spotted, yeah, spotted. We had a man on the ground. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. Uh, but, uh, look, I still will be surprised. I'd like to. I'd like to have him there because I, I actually think he could do well here, and I'm not sure how well absolutely. the Titans. Having said that, I watched some of the Titans' trial form, and I know trials are trials, and we shouldn't take them. And they were playing the Dolphins, but they looked all right. No, well, he had a good game. He had a great game, yeah. but the side looked all right. Yeah. And look, we've had raps on um, AJ Brimson for a while, but there was the other young kid there who had looked really good. I can't think of his name at the moment. So Which one? I can't think of his name. In the halves. Back. In the halves. Tanner Boyd. Uh, yeah, Tana that Boyd, who is never, yeah, I'd... Tana Boyd, who is David Fita's best mate, apparently. So yeah, maybe we're going to try school. and sign him as well. Yeah, well, I, I'd never. <laughs> so, the times I've seen Tana Boyd, I hadn't had too much raps on him. In that match, I did. He looked fantastic. Well, they, the thing about the Titans is they've got something like some huge amount of. I mean, I know it's not a bill on an end all, but Australian schoolboys halves because mm. they've got Sexton as well, who last year was the big thing, but now he seems to have been. Well, let's not forget about yeah. Trevelyan and Schneider. I think we're up in that sort of area as well look so we've got uh, other news um is tom starling and the court system so stories come out a lot of people are still confused so so the charges have been dropped right from the original punch mm. on with the cops where mm. he got all beaten up mm. with his mum and the bouncers and everything else that's all done and dusted he still has another case before the courts which which is was actually from the that's off season after that one and that's the one with his brothers of intimidating the bouncer or whatever so he's not completely in the clear. I still think that he'll get off pretty lightly for the second one when it finally does go to court. But yeah, we need him to be to be. He said he said that he's been distracted in the past. He hasn't had the best time recently with all this stuff looming over him. We need him to find some form and find some focus. It would definitely be very very good. Now we've also seen in recent days a, a rather strange ad come out into the in the public sphere, Blake. We're going to talk about the Josh Papali'i ad. Uh, we, I think maybe we should. Matthew, have you seen the Josh Papali'i ad? 
I have not. I'm sheltered over here. Yeah, one of the, one of the problems must be living in LA is you just don't get that exposure to local advertising. I mean, it's, you must really I, like. The I don't, but when Pat Sears when, and when I when I watch um uh it's uh, watch NRL the Fox app um which is so every time that I get to watch rugby league I get to watch it through Foxtel. Uh, there's a lot of truck commercials, a lot of uh, heavy voiceovers. Mm. You know, we're, we're down here. Having a beer, having a bet, and it's all that sort of stuff. It's all you could get it. You could get a bit of work doing that. You could maybe on the side. You could. Have you thought here. about acting? Uh, I've thought about it, but my mum said I shouldn't. Um, but right. no, I, I, uh, I, uh, I miss the commercials. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Big Mac commercials. But I've heard Papa Lee is in a hospital. Yeah, he's he's waking up. He's got breasts. And then Laurie Dale is there trying to fix something. He gets electrocuted. It's possibly one is of the this, worst ads of all time. But yeah, obviously, is this real? Is this actually yeah, real? It's real, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's Malagan. It's Edward Johnson. Have got Mal Meninga for forever. Yeah. And obviously, this is some other United League or whatever. They're it like, is. oh, who can we get? We'll get Harper we'll, and Laurie Dale. Yeah. And so they're there. But I will say, years and years ago, up in Queensland, you had to be there. There was an ad, and I've forgotten what they're advertising, but it was Kerrod and Kevin Walters. Two of the most articulate blokes. And they were both stealing and they were in uh, balaclavas. And uh, it was one of the worst ads I've ever seen. And yet it has stayed with me all these times. Now, I could just remember what the product was, but it was appalling. It was so bad. You know, if you look at it sort of culturally, um, Raiders players for a long time didn't appear for the most part in local ads. Mm. So you think back to the heydays of of the 90s, they were all in Video Easy ads and everything else and, you know, Jacko's Pizza and whatever else. Mm, mm, So mm. this is probably actually a really good sign to see some Raiders back in, you know. It was when Edric came in on the Lime Green Milk ad. You know, it was the first ad in a long time that a Raider had been called up for in any way, shape or form, wasn't it? Beautiful. It was. It was very good. Now, we do have, uh, just ending the, the, the news, we do have some sad news, of course that a Canberra institution, a Canberra institution, in Garima Court once again, and one of the Green Place. Green I don't know what Green Court is, man. Um, uh, it's the big building at the end of Green Place. Um, uh, one of the proud institutions of Garima Place, um, been around for a long, long time. Longer, than, e- longer than anything in Civic. Yeah, yeah. For all his shoes, he's closing down. They are. They, they're hanging up. They're hanging up the shoes. I got sent more links to this article, I think, than any article, um, yeah. you know, that's, that's happened happened in in a long long time yeah um but don't worry the shoe man's gonna be okay yeah he's gonna be fine because fsw shoes is still for all his shoes and that's actually i think his old man's part of fsw shoes so well one shoe man so he's still the shoe man there's been no change from that so that's good now and if you don't believe the shoe man thing i was actually on matt frawley's linkedin earlier today Mm -hmm. and he did he lists um from 2012 2014 his occupation as shoe salesman Mm-hmm. FSW Shoe Warehouse. So mm-hmm. I'm not making this up, man. This is legit the shoe man. Who's the shoe? Also, one of the greatest games I've ever seen Matt Frawley play was at the Brookvale Oval when he got four, I think, dropouts. Yes. And, oh, what a And night. what did he kick those with? His a shoe. shoe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well done. Well done, Matthew. Great segue. Okay, let's talk about the trials. Well, look, there are a number of ways we can take the trials. It's just a trial. It doesn't matter, right? It's just a trial, but my God, those were bad trials. Um, where else can we go with this? Ricky's not a big fan of trials. And I think think Xavier Savage busting his jaws probably only made him hate trials even more. Yep. But I mean, I I think, you know, he should have just gone, especially with that first one, should have just done the full Wayne Bennett. Just not even bother to show up. Mm. Just send Madge there. Yeah, no, he could have done that. He could have done that. Do you remember when they had this, was it the season launch and they sent Luke Bateman down? (laughs) And no one knew who he was. (laughs) 
It's like, oh. no, I think I think with trials, you know, they mean a lot to clubs that are trying to get new combinations. We haven't signed that many more players this year, so you just want to kind of get the miles in their legs. Danny Levi played big minutes, and he's clearly our number one now. So I, I don't take much out of it. I, I look at that first trial as in the heat. We played, you know, to certain structures. Obviously, the team's trying to get some new defensive things, and, you know, Ricky wanted to run out Seb Chris at fullback and Harley and Rapper on that left edge. And we look pretty confident in that first 30 minutes of that half. And, you know, not only it's not, it's not just the players that are their first trials. It's also, we're going to do it. It's the refs. Ben Cummins had a shocker in that game. He was gassed. And some of the decisions that they made yeah. were a bit poor for both teams. And I just, I, I don't take too much out of it apart from, you know, trying to get guys used to heavy contact again. I look at the way our, our defensive pressure was, you know, clearly, Things broke down when Schneider and Frawley came on. Things broke down with Starling massively, unfortunately. That was alarming. But as far as our our first contact, as far as our talk, as far as our body shape and how fit we look, you know, the majority of the squad to me looks fairly fit, actually. Yeah. Um, a couple, couple of players don't. Yeah. I know. Red. We'll get to that probably. Red, yeah. The contact from um, Elliot Whitehead. Yeah, some of, the, some of his hits. Yeah, yeah, some of his were great. Some of his hits was always because you kind of I kind of surprising two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, well, he had a great World Cup, and he had an amazing World Cup. He had an he had an amazing World Cup for England. He was unbelievable. I kind of thought that maybe that was him. You know, the one last one last squeeze of the lemon, just trying. And you could see at the end when they lost the semi to Samoa, he was I, absolutely devastated. I have to agree. I'm, I was really worried about him coming back. He was crying and heartbroken after that game. I was really worried about him coming back into this side, but he seems to have, he seems fitter than normal. And, and, you know, in that Canterbury trial, mm. when, when the two reserve props come on and then had a night comes onto the edge, Elliot went into the middle. He played. Yeah. So it's, and I know we tried that last year at the beginning of the season, but, you know, starting at 13 is different than not. And, you know, maybe, you know, sliding into 13, especially defensively, you understand the structures a bit more after 30 yeah. minutes. I, I just, uh, I'm happy with Elliot, and but you know the trials, you, you can't take that much out of it. And I feel like we look, like I was saying, I feel like we look pretty fit. You know, a couple of guys really surprised me, Adder and mm. um, Adder Solo, looks great. But Pasami looks good too, man. Like he yeah, looks, no, he I looks... saw it, him was okay. Adder looked great. I can't see him missing the seventeen. Nah, I can't. No, I, he's I in. see him in there. Elijah Anderson, especially while we were getting towed up by the West Tigers, is one of the only bright spots. He was trying, he was doing well, he was fast and he was strong. He's big. I, yeah, yeah. I, I liked him. And while he was he's on... Not that, he did, he's not, like, having seen him at um, at Kipax a couple of times, like up close, up against the fence, mm-hmm. he's not huge, but my God, he is a specimen. Like, his yeah. legs yeah, no, are I, just, I, like, ridiculous. I, I, I will not be surprised if he's a, a roughie for fullback. That, yeah. If there's going to be, a uh, he made too many him. mistakes. Like, yeah, but I, I was thinking Hopper before that point. You want to talk about mistakes? Hopper made most. So yeah, was I. Yeah, yeah. most most posts a loser in that trial. But you know, I could be wrong. When Savage first went down, I thought that um, Hopper was going to be the one. I yeah. didn't. I, I did not see Seb Chris coming at all. I don't no, think. I don't think. Anyone, so is that? I don't think anyone screen? is. Is that the? Great I don't think it thing? is. I don't think it is because I. Th- you, do you remember a couple of years ago when um, obviously Rappers come out now and said, <laughs> I always thought it would be Rapper, but he's now said that he. You know, yeah, but he doesn't have a smoke screen. Nah, he doesn't have the legs for it, especially up in like Townsville round one and stuff. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you remember when they did a lot of running a couple of years ago out at Stromlo. Apparently, Seb Chris like won all the. Mm. So I don't know whether that's the theory is he's got the best motor to, to go at the back there. Yeah, mate. And, and it was that off season two that Harley Smith Shields was the first center pit. And yeah, yeah. Uh, when he did his ACL, then they moved to Michael over. So maybe, you know, 
maybe Ricky's decided rather than weakening uh, one position massively or two, he's decided to try and yeah, you know, yeah. raise the tide a little bit, and he wants to develop that relationship between Rapper and Harley Smith Shields. Is that why you think? Little... Is that why you think that they move? Because I always noticed that they that yeah, Kotrick's gone back to the right again to after right. I, he was always on the left with um Croker. They obviously had a bit yeah. of a thing. But is that why you think it is? Why do you think they're swapping around? Well, Tomoko did an interview halfway through last year where he said he was training the whole time um, in one position. And when Harley went down, he had to switch over. Mm. So I'm wondering whether they're just trying to get the combinations right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think Ricky's going to tell the players where they should play. He's probably going to listen to them now, where they want to play. And mm. maybe Harley and Rapper have a better defensive um, communication uh, you know, rapper can probably play anywhere. He's probably not hasn't got like you said the legs to play fullback. And and Seb Chris is a big body. He's pretty confident. He's got strong hands. I mean, a lot of the tries that mm. Seb scored last year were off kicks. You know mm. that floppity yeah. kick. Mm. Um, and he he seems to be pretty uh, good in contact. So maybe rather than trying to you know plug and play a fullback, they've decided to shore up the edges as well because Harley definitely defended well on the weekend. There was one try that they let in. At the I, end of the first half, I've always but, been impressed by his stuff, and yeah, he did come in. That, He's always been a that right center. Time. That center came back in on the angle. I can't remember his name. Is that one? But I tell it, yeah. But we were down a player. At that, that was stage. when Rap was off. Yeah, he's always been a right side. After that, after that game uh, down at Maria, and I, I, I remember texting you guys, and I was impressed with Elijah Anderson, like you said, yep. Pork, and and Brad Morcos obviously had a pretty decent World Cup, and, yep. and you know, I you know, I like Semi. <laughs> I, I've got a semi for semi, and he was amazing in the World Cup. He obviously has a mistake in him, but Jesus, he can he can iron out a fella in defense. But I yeah. text you guys, man. I, I'm I'm worried about Jared. I I think Croker might be like the tenth, our eighth or ninth, um, depth center, and that it breaks my heart, man. Like I yeah. I love that guy. He's played 300 games, but well, he hasn't played to... 300 games, mate. That's well, the whole you know point. What People I mean. desperately want him to play 300 games, but uh, what? How much of the season? Like, what are you willing to risk to get him to 300 games? This is the thing. It's not it's not the AFL where you can have X yeah. amount of dudes on the bench and oh, no. No, rotate him in and out. And it's, it's not the Premier League where you can bring him on for the last 10 minutes. But, it, but in the depth chart now, he's sitting behind what? Tomoko, Harley Smith-Shields, Seb Chris, maybe Valamai, mm. maybe Morkos and Anderson. And, and then there's do you the slide... wonder kid Regan from who's coming up as well. You know, do you slide, and then do you slide uh, Kotrick or Rappner in? It's just like it's 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 hard to watch, man, because and, he's he's bled look, more for that jersey than anyone we know. For those of us who watch AFL, um, watching Essendon drag Dustin Fletcher up to his 400th match, those last 25 matches were execrable, like the mm. horrible, like he he shouldn't have been on the ground, like, and they were literally doing it to get someone over a mark, and it actually destroyed his legacy. But, yeah, but I, I, I like I don't want to get too hard on Jared at the moment. When Twist came back before he did his shoulder in that match, he showed he couldn't even make to... it through one game. Yeah, but that was he a... couldn't even make it through one game. Yeah, but that was unlucky. It was injury. a freak that accident. Was, that it was, was a freak accident. Bad luck. But he couldn't in make that it through match, one he game. He was good. His defence was good. His effort was good. Everything there. If he can get back to what he was in that, yeah, I think. Look, I think, I think for a whole few... bunch of reasons, the games passed him by. It's you, you, I'd say backs have never been stronger and faster and he these days he's neither strong nor fast i know i hear all this i hear all this i know what you're saying right but this is the thing there has to be there has to be some players and i'm talking about the absolute exceptions some players who are owed by a club that when you say to yourself you are bled for this club there has to be a mark that every player can look at and say 
Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent, if we get injured or whatever, we'll get dropped, we'll get traded or whatever. But there is something in this club that yeah. says when you get to a certain level, you are honoured for that level. But he's still, he's being honoured. It's not as though the club's forced him out the door. They haven't torn over paid. his contract. Yeah. No, exactly. No, no, he's I, know very handsomely. I know still that. No, you got to win games. you got to win games. The margin between making the eight and not making the eight is I, one no, And I hear that. I hear that entirely. And for, most, Last year, for most players, I would completely agree. But for Jared Croker, he's he's... In that, for me, he's in that. He's he's one player club. He has been no one else. He's been. We no had this conversation else. last year, Paul. You have, yeah. Every player's treated the same. I'm sorry. It's yeah, you got to treat everyone the same. And also, you think about the margin last year. We beat the Warriors, and what was the other absolutely shocking one that we lost? There was the Warriors one, and maybe the Dragons one, or oh, was there was a the Brisbane year? one which we blew as well. Yeah, <laughs> we win those two games. I'm not saying that had anything to do with Jared Croker. These two games, but you win those two games, we're top four. That's the margins, mm. you know. That's the margins. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Look, I do get that, but what I'm saying is, I wouldn't even be making the argument for any other player in our squad, for any other player in our squad, if they were this close. I wouldn't be making the argument, right? All right. But for him, I might. Anyway, so look, the other player who sort of I in the glimpses he was on for a very short period of time, but Jamal Fogarty, I thought looked really good. Yeah, I thought he looked great. I thought, I thought yeah. he, he was threatening the line. Yeah, but his passing was good and his tackling was good. This was the other thing too. In defence... The only thing he's got to work on is goal kicking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked one goal. <laughs> uh, we had one shot in the... He had one shot, he missed it. And he yanked yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> look, Zero percent. Um, yeah, but look, there's not too much to take out of the trials apart from isn't it good they're over and we only got one injury. But uh, someone who actually went to the trials... Was of course our American idiot, the shark. All right, hello everybody. It's me, your friend John, back again. Yep, the best part of this show is still here for another season. Me. All right. So don't fret. Fret not. Okay. They haven't kicked me off the show yet. They haven't gotten intimidated by my huge ego and personality. So let's see how long that lasts. All right. All right. Season preview, twenty twenty three. Uh, the Raiders, the Canberra Raiders, your Raiders, my Raiders, our Raiders, they're going to be really bad. It does not look good. Did you see any of those games, any of the trials? I was at Belmore. It's like watching two drunk, blind dogs try to play Chinese checkers uh, with the band Train playing in the background. And uh, both the dogs had Canberra Raiders jerseys on, oddly enough. Yeah, terrible. Uh, the red zone offense, I know that the NRL likes to use that American terminology now, but uh, that was non-existent. Uh, I don't understand what the hell is going on there, but if they don't clean it up, uh, the Raiders are going to be pushing up daisies pretty early in this season. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know about you, but it doesn't matter to me because, you know, sports and the NRL in particular aren't even real. They're just a construct of our mind. This isn't, it's all an illusion. It's not important. You go to the footy with your friends and your family. You smell the smells, the grass, the chips, the grease. You know, it's about hooting and hollering. All right? High-fiving, chest-bumping. That's what this is about. Okay? So don't worry. I'll be here for you every week, each and every week on this podcast. All right? I'll be here to voice your opinions. Okay? I'm here. I'm the mouthpiece of the Canberra Raider fan base. All right? I love every one of you. Go, you green little things. I'll see you at the clam bake. And the question is, do you want to be an American idiot, Blarko? I don't know. One's enough on the podcast, isn't it? 
But, you know, he's back again for another season. Very, very disappointed as myself that uh, the Eagles got rolled in the Super Bowl. It was a fix. Fix was in. No question. Really? Fix was in. Yeah. Got robbed no in that fix. match. It was a complete fix. Anyway, we're not here to discuss the NFL. But uh, there's uh, been something that's made uh, our uh, Balake a little bit annoyed. In fact, it's made him want to go, on the burst! Yeah. Something happened. It's it's we're only early in the season, you know, and, and it seems to happen every you think that you're gonna go through the off season and before things kick off without an unsavory incident, mm-hmm. an unfortunate incident, and we just had to have one, didn't we? We we did. We, we had it's you know, one. it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's it's ugly. It brings the club down. I, I feel embarrassed. I it feel br- embarrassed. It brings all of us into the, the good the name of the good people of Canberra into disrepute. It does. I mean keep that stuff in Queenland, for God's sake. Keep it in Queenland. Um you know, we're talking about a bloke that's 25. 25. He's old, old enough to know better. He should know better. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Matthew? Emre Gula's haircut. <laughs> My God. <laughs> what a I disgrace. Love, what a I love Emre. I saw someone what? describe it. Well, he hasn't impressed me that much in the trials. And the thing I'm least impressed about is is that hair. I mean, we need him to really step up this year. We mm. need him to be, you know, he's potentially going to be starting. Yeah in the front row rotation. Yeah, he's with, starting for sure. Yeah, he's with going Elliot to be starting. White. And he's got that ridiculous haircut. As someone described, it looks like he's trying to like have three different hairstyles going on at the same time. Yeah, it's like he's got a sheepskin car seat cover, a la uh, Villa My Kickow, on one bit. And then these other bits out there as well, which have a little bit of a mullet <laughs> and a little bit of death metal. Some lamb's what, tails. What actually is it? <laughs> It's he's just ridiculous. doing. He's doing what Papa did a couple of years ago. Do you know Remember what Papa I think? Came out with yeah. that stupid haircut, but and then you know he cut what I think, right? Serious. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Papalihi, Joe Tarpany, they have earned the right to have a stupid haircut. Mm. He hasn't. He hasn't paid his dues. Mm. He hasn't done the hard yards. He just looks ridiculous. Mm. You know what Ricky needs to do is take him down in in the Raiders head headquarters. There's a special room, Pork. You haven't been there. Matthew mm. and I have been there because yeah. we've been. Welcome into the inner sanctum, unlike you. Mm. But Ricky's got a special room in the basement. Oh, by the way, Matt, you need to get the plus one for tonight at the season launch, mate. Yeah, yeah. I've already sent it to Blake. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. Well, they've, already, I, I... they've got his picture on the door to make sure he doesn't come in. I'll just make sure you're actually going to be at the season launch. Matt has previously said anywhere he's welcome, I'm welcome too. So uh, he opens all the doors for me. Paul. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah, to that... suck up like you just to get like a seat at the back of the Mel Meninga medal with Victor the Viking. Near the toilet. Next to the DJ. And I will tell you this again. Victor the Viking is one of the 11 life members of the Canberra Raiders Football Club, and he's on the prime table right in front of the podium. Sure is. Uh, he is. Sure is. Anyway, in the inner sanctum, Ricky's got this room, and the room of mirrors. Mm-hmm. And what he needs to do, where he goes in and he reflects, mm-hmm. you know, and he, it's, it's, they have this, some honesty sessions, some truth sessions. What he needs to do is send Emre Gula down there with a razor and say, look, go in there, take a long, hard look at yourself. And don't come out until it's sorted out. If that's not sorted out by round one, I'm going to be very upset. It's it's appalling. It is appalling. And, and you're right to go on the burst about that. But um, thanks to our good friends and longtime sponsors of the show, uh, Raiders Plumbing, um, it's time for Ask Cloud of the Week. <laughs> now, talking about things and Ask Clowns of the Week, um, there was an issue that also came up that was in the public spotlight a couple of weeks ago when uh, our Jack... Now, I love Jack. You know, I love Jack. He's uh, He's been around. He's a one-player club. He's always been for this club. and he's One-club player? Yeah, one-club player. He's been <laughs> awfully good. He's won the Dally M, almost got us over the line in the 2009 grand final. Whose idea was it to let him and Latrell out together? Who was well, that? I thought he was banned from Civic. No, it was no, Emre Gilder's idea. 
I don't know whose <laughs> exactly. idea it was, but whoever exactly. was meant to be. He was like, there. The I saw instant photos. you know that those two are going to be together, you make sure you have people with them. You yeah. just do. Because as much as I love both of them, at, I, I think Latrell Mitchell is a superb player. I find him highly amusing, and I'm right on board the Trell train. I love him. I don't like him playing against us and beating us. But I really enjoy him as a player. I think he's top rate. I don't think he's at all the criticism have been. I don't recognise. I love him. I'd have him. You loved game. him when he smashed Joe Manu's face. No, I didn't like that very much. Okay. Um, and I d- thought he deserved to be sent off and suspended. Right? No, no. But in general, I think he's You're really, really great. But when Jack and Latrell go together, there's only one result that can possibly react: stupidity. Yeah. At least right. there weren't guns. At least there weren't guns involved this time. No, 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 no. But the issue is those two together are just gonna. Here's be the lads. point. Here's the point. Stay out of Civic, right? They stay in Queenbin, where Jack's birthday party was. You could roll around wrestling on the main street of Queenbin all night, and no one would bat an eyelid. Mm. But you bring it into Civic, you're asking for trouble. There's cops everywhere. There's yeah. too many cops in Civic. Storm in a teacup. Let's move on. Like AFP can. We, we should have learned this lesson years ago when we let, uh, was it Ferguson go up and he joined, you know, for New yeah, South Australia and he went and found Duke straight away yeah. and off they went. No one had control of it. You don't let those two go together. You don't let Latrell and Jack go somewhere together unsupervised because you know what they're going to do. They're going to go wild because that's what they bring out in each other. And that's fair Ferg- enough if you're in the back Ferguson and on a farm. Ferguson and Dugan aren't Jack and Luttrell, though. Let's, no, yeah, they're not let's, in that let's, category. Let's stop the comparison. They're, not, they're no way near as good players. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about two people. If you brought them together, mayhem is going to ensue. It's Mixed just like oil and vinegar. They, no, they just, they're two guys who are just going to look at each Fire other and say, let's go wild. And yeah. it's going to happen. A, two good mates having a bit of a wrestle in yeah, town. It's no big, it's, no, seriously, it's, it's, it's no... Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally. But what I'm saying is I'm not having a go at them. I'm saying I'm having a go at the people who let them be on the company. And they've got the same manager, so I blame management. Poor representation. There's that great T-shirt out at the moment that says, in my defence, I was left unsupervised. Yeah, And I think this applies here. Blake, who is your ass clown? Uh, Yeah, I was just going to say one more thing about those guys. In case you're wondering, they fronted court during the week um, and the matter's been adjourned till the end of the season. So there will be no sanction or penalty no. handed down. Otherwise, they, it's, it's a minor offence. They don't, the uh, no fault stand down doesn't apply. They didn't hit any tradesmen with hammers over the heads. Nothing no. serious. Didn't stab anyone at the church. No. Now, on the scale of rugby league crimes, no, it, yeah. this is very minor. Look, look, it is. It is exceptionally minor. So, you know, there, there's there, there's no problem. Okay. With my ass clown. My ass clown of the week is. Volandis and the NRL headquarters as as a whole, once again. Um, specifically around the, I don't even know the, the, the exact name, but the preseason challenge. What the hell was that? I don't know. I don't know. It's like they literally come up with these ideas at lunch over a few beers with probably Paul Kent and Buzz Rothfield. And it's like, oh, why don't we have, you know, instead of just having trials, obviously trials have been a real boost for broadcasters and, yeah, and they're just trying to get more broadcast. Yeah, because they're getting extra show, things to yeah, show yeah. And, and games and talk about. And they're like, well, let's have a preseason challenge. Let's have more. Well, yeah, but there's two games and there's going to be a whole bunch of teams going to finish both on two wins. So then how are we going to decide mm. who wins the preseason challenge? I know. We'll factor in offloads and something else and something else. You get a point for this and you get a point for that. It's ridiculous. They're ridiculous. It's completely man. stupid and ridiculous. The NRL... You know, this is just classic. They're sort of just make up things on the spur of the moment. Mm. You know, AFL, there always seems to be a, a long-term plan, a vision. Some sort of strategy. This is just like, just go down to the pub and see what you can't with, Pull guys. Pull something out of the hat. 
Off you go. But it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And they had a hundred thousand dollar prize. Who? Manly. Manly won the hundred thousand dollar prize. Yeah. I mean, real well, Manly. They probably do need it. They could probably get some more like dick. No, but like honestly, there are so many better ways to be able to. There's, there are a lot of eyeballs watching the league at the moment because it's the beginning of the season and. Like you said, the AFL did it properly. They they introduced a preseason comp and they introduced the the women at the same time. Like the this this NRL um, board Half administration have, have have tripped over themselves since the end of last year. We've heard nothing but bad things between them and the RLPA. Suddenly mm. last week they figured it out, and then two days ago we find out about a record profit. It is a absolute disgrace the way that these guys treat their public yep. and the Sydney media let them get away with it this entire off season because yeah, they've all got their noses been a, at the troughs though I reckon mate this this off season should have been about one thing about aligning the NRL and the NRLW because it was the first time they had three new or four new teams in the NRLW it should have been allowing them to be the focus point and then maybe they they headline the preseason but they fucked it up excuse my language kids and now family show when they introduced me i just changed the rating back from to clean from i have to change it back to explicit again (laughs) unbelievable have you been drinking again no i have not been drinking again (laughs) but there is a beer on my hand but no the point is they, they missed an opportunity and that's all that this administration has done since the beginning they, they, they're they constantly trying to fix problems with band-aids six agains and then a year later it's suddenly slightly different and this is just another example of it where mm. you know they talk about throwing cash and and yet you know yeah. what how would you feel about this if you were an nrlw player but the but the issue about this right I, I feel crappy about it because they're not doing enough and they should be doing more because the aflw has actually worked out well and started to get really big followings and really big crowds and the nrlw could do exactly the same because it has exactly the same potential for it but yep. um you know i'd feel annoyed but we've seen this for ages because while the afl kept their ownership within the AFL, the AFL its own organisation. The NRL sold out years and years ago and very likely there's links between the media organisations that are reporting on it and the NRL who are making the money. And that's why we they do what they do because no one can hold them to account because it's a closed shop. What about, I mean, this is- do you, do, you remember, do you remember, what was the, sorry, Blake, but what no. was the pre-season competition back in the late 80s that actually had a bit of momentum? Panasonic Cup. Yeah, and that was fun to watch, man. When it, when it I was, was well, there was the Panasonic Cup was also the midweek one was the Amco Cup, Amco, yep. which became yeah. the Panasonic Cup. Right, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, I was up in Sydney. I took my son up to um, play soccer. And we went and watched a Western Sydney Wanderers Sydney FC game at the new Parramatta Stadium, which is fantastic. Really if you haven't been there, it's fantastic. Um, I went there and saw the Raiders get walked. Yeah, it's what if we were to have if we could just transplant that into um, the Civic Pool site, it would be wonderful. It but it's, be it's not going to happen, unfortunately. But um, I visited the legendary Peter Wynn Sports Store. Oh yeah, cool. and they and they they had and the radio playing is probably like two GB or something like that. They had a radio sitting up playing, um, and I looked at it and it was like this very old, beaten up National Panasonic boombox from mm. the nineteen eighties. Mm. And the guy is going there. Oh yeah, that's 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 Pete's boombox. He won that playing in the National Panasonic <laughs> Cup for like man of the match. It was so cool. I posted a picture of it. Yeah, I saw it. It, it yeah. was very good. Now, yeah. Matthew, who's your ask land of the week? Yeah, mine, mine's the same. It's There's two. There's Landis for the way that he's been running this preseason uh, and dodging the media and letting Abdo t- take control because I'm fully on board with the RLPA. And the other is Paul Kent for getting in a punch-up on the weekend mm. at, a, at the at the KO Sports. Did like, he? These, yeah. He... he, he 
he had a go at some guy over a Twitter argument and dragged him outside. So it might not have been a punch up, but I just I'm just sick of the the Sydney media and the, the lack of foresight, you know, like there's 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 an appetite for a new way to be able to uh, talk about sport and and it, it kind of express how the young people want to um, consume it. You know, there's a lot of great podcasts out there, and it's there's just a bit of a closed club. And, it and then there's this me, one, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, and then there's and us. Then there's the there's there's <laughs> yeah, one. All right, talking about complete idiots on podcasts. It's been a long time between drinks, but uh, Danny Stewart has something to say. <clears throat> Yeah, this is Denny Stewart, the uh, half-brother of a uh, Canberra Raiders coach, Ricky Stewart. <coughs> uh, well, how good a time of year is this? A uh, new season's upon us. Uh, we've all got uh, fresh hope, fresh expectations, and uh, it's a uh, great to be back with all you. Uh, we got a dog for another season. <coughs> uh, now, in regards to my uh, hopes and expectations for the year, obviously I expect to... Uh, Go through the season undefeated uh, before uh, claiming our uh, first premiership in 29 years. Now, as I uh, <coughs> sit here right now, that uh, looks pretty inevitable to me. Uh, but it's uh, going to be interesting to see how we uh, go about doing that. <coughs> Obviously, uh, myself and Rick are delighted where we've uh, got the boys in uh, pre-season. Uh, the plan's going beautifully. Um, and that was to uh, play like absolute dog shitting those two trials to uh, lull the rest of the uh, comp into a false sense of security uh, before the real Kimaros turned up in uh, round one. <coughs> uh, that's going along beautifully, but uh, we've still had the usual suspects, uh, uh, like a bloke sitting in there with the initials BB that uh, still would have lined up to uh, have a crack at the coach. <coughs> Pull your head in, mate. Yeah, <coughs> uh, we need all our uh, fans and members uh, rowing in the same direction and uh, being on board with. Uh, Every decision uh, Rick and the club make. <coughs> uh, now, in regards to uh, that, obviously one of those big decisions is uh, uh, who's going to replace uh, Xavier Savage at uh, fullback. <coughs> uh, I spoke to Rick about that this morning, actually. Uh, obviously, Seb Chris uh, did a sterling job there in the trial. Chissed him he have a game in that one. <coughs> I thought he was outstanding, so he's the front runner at the moment. But the uh, uh, the other two guys that uh, we're having a look at there, uh, Omri Guler and uh, Corey Hulsma. <coughs> I thought both boys uh, returned from uh, pre-season in great nick. Uh, I thought they've been outstanding in the trials. Uh, Corey in particular, who uh, looks as fit as I've ever seen him. <coughs> I think he's in for the uh, season of his career, so I'm leaning towards him in that uh, number one uh, jersey, but uh, we'll see what Rick does there. <coughs> so uh, great to be back. Looking forward to uh, round one, and uh, go you uh, green machine. Well, he never fails to disappoint, does he? Uh, he's always laying the boot into me, mate. No, he is. and it really, Danny loves you. He's right to do so. Yeah, well, that's because I've actually gone drinking with him uh, as opposed to you, who has not. And uh, I should warn you, don't go drinking with Danny, uh, especially if you're as inept at drinking as I am. Um, you'll get put away because he's very, very good at it. Um, now, <laughs> he, he was holding court before the Parramatta uh, final last year um, down at, what was it called? The Woolpack. Woolpack Hotel, and uh, he was the people's I wasn't favorite. even there, I can tell you the name of it. <laughs> I don't know. I was drinking with Danny Ange. <laughs> I can't remember a thing. Uh, but he was definitely the people's favourite there, much to the chagrin of um, another podcast that had, had certain people there. Um, whereas I didn't care. No one knew who I was or cared. So it was like, okay, well, that's good. There's an anonymity in that. But uh, there have been some things that uh, made me angry. You might say they uh, grind my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? And you know what grinds my gears, Blake? Cauliflower? Better much. <laughs> I, no, I like cauliflower. I like cauliflower a lot. 
Beetroot on burgers. I love beetroot. Oh, beetroot on burgers. On burgers Be- that's ubiquitous, mate. It has to happen. You're sitting there drinking a Miller, for God's sake. No, it's not. not. It's a Modelo, thank you. It's not even um, beer. This, this is a great. This is a great beer. Vesa Modelo. Yeah. Oh, Negro okay, is great. All oh, right, no, I thought it was a Miller. Sorry. Pineapple on pizza. Yeah, on a on a ham and pineapple, absolutely. Oh, God. Tom Starling's distribution. Does that no, does that no, grind your gears? That does grind my gears. Okay, you found one. Okay, but what grinds my gears? March third, our first game of the mat uh, of the season, right? Right down here. It's summer, right? So where should the Raiders be playing in daylight hours? Where? Oh, let's go to North Queensland. Of course. Where else will we be? And do you know what? I checked the reverse feature. And of course, when is North Queensland coming to Canberra? Middle of July. When else would they come? So the coldest time of the year will bring the team from the hottest place to the coldest place. And the hottest time of the year will bring the team from the coldest place to the hottest place. There's only it's one. no longer a mistake. It's deliberate. And they're a pack of assholes. And it grinds my gears. There's only one thing, though. It's... Oh no, sorry, Mal. I, was gonna, it's, I think it's dawned on me just now that you're saying this because this happens every year. Every the year. Queensland teams get a lot of home games in the first two months. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about this until this second, and you know, I'm, I'm now bringing it up on a live podcast. Is do you think it has something to do with um, daylight saving, and it's easier to get crowds there at a different time? Because why Brisbane played their first ten games in Queensland, North Queensland played their first saving eight there. Uh, Easter. In Was April, yeah. okay. So the first few rounds are still in daylight savings. Yeah, that's right. Like four or five rounds. Why? Why do all the Queensland teams generally get all their home games? I don't know, but the the fact of the matter is, if if you know, it's pretty hot in Canberra rounds one, two, three, and four as well. Though Tim, different sort of heat. It is, different but I remember the, 2016. Um, Elliot White Ted's first game at Canberra Stadium against the Penrith Panthers. Mm. That was the hottest football game I've ever been to in my life. Mm. It was like 38 degrees or something. It was ridiculous. It was insane. But then we had that first match of the season against the Titans a few years ago where it was 40 degrees and they didn't even have drinks breaks. Yeah. And strangely enough, we we got caned. You know, it's just like... Last year, last year it was pretty hot when we went to Townsville in, what was it? Was it week Speaking Week, week three, Speaking of a, of a round one round one game, um, do you, it must have been 2012 or something like that, when um, Sandor Earl had the bleached hair against Penrith. Ah, yes. And... Um, they were wearing the ice beanies at <laughs> time. Do you remember that? Yes, we got I absolutely pumped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we play. We played them on Saturday, the nineteenth of March, up there last year when we got done in the in the humidity. Yeah. Um, and then they came down here. Actually, last year they didn't do too badly. They came down here on the fifteenth of April. Yeah, and they beat us, but it wasn't too ridiculous. Whereas the the season before, we'd had them in. You know. Yeah. So what well, what day are we play what day are we playing them? Saturday. Saturday in Townsville. Fourth of March in Townsville. It's going to be thirty one degrees, and the real feel high is thirty nine. Yeah, yeah. That's well, look. It's going, it's going to be it's going to be at five thirty. Yeah. No, it's going to be five thirty oh, our 5:30. time, which will be four thirty their time. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. The sun's in exactly the same place, obviously. It's just you know out of Jesus. but apparently whatever. Anyway, it grinds my gears. You know. For God's sake, at the beginning of the season, just for the first couple of matches, let the Cowboys play a little bit further south. Going to look, our second match is at Redcliffe, right? We're, we're going up the Redcliffe Dolphins in the second match. Look, we're going to have to suck that up. If we lose the Redcliffe Dolphins, I don't even. I don't want to contemplate even, it. I don't want to live in a world where we lose to the Redcliffe Dolphins in round two. Yeah, no. I mean, it's awful not, as our trial form was. Yeah, they were bad. <laughs> it wasn't any better. So now look. We do get and they the probably were trying. 
Talking about our performance, though, it's time for who's got a lift? And look, usually I always say everyone. I agree with that, too. I think Levi has to lift because that's a big hole to fill right there. Whoever's at fullback has to lift and whoever's at lock. Yeah, well, lock is is still still the big one. We're gonna do our we're gonna do our teams. Yeah, we we're will. Gonna... We'll get to the teams. I mean, like, like we we can do that right now. Let, let yeah. let's look at the teams. Okay, so who do we have at fullback? Well, we all pretty much have decided that Seb Chris is gonna play at fullback, haven't we? When I mean, we don't really, like I say, two weeks ago, no one saw it coming. No, but it's, it's it seems it, to be there. Let's look, let's lock in Seb Chris at fullback. Okay, but Smokies could be Rapana, although he's come out and specifically said no. Eliza Anderson or Hopalade, they'd be the other options. But apart from that, it's looking Seb Chrisish. Yeah, would agree. Yeah, okay, yeah. so if it's gonna be Seb Chris at the back, then we're looking at the wings. We have to say Kotrick and Rapana, correct? Yeah, yep. And so, we think that Rapana's back on the left, hey Matt. Yeah, it seems that way, um, which is peculiarly because, you know, Nicky Kotrick has that beautiful spin when yeah. he's on the left. He kind of hits and turns. But um, it seems that's the reason why Chris has gone to fullback is because yeah. they want to make sure that Rapper and Harley's Shields have a strong connection there. But yeah, so Harley's, Harley's, Harley's left Harley. center. Right center I, do feel, I do feel sad for Hopawati because he, he had a great end of year last year. I know. Um, he did. I think he's still a possibility for the bench. Um, that's... No, he's not. He's in the starting 13 or he's not in the side. We're not but, carrying um, outside backs on the bench. We're not carrying when we're Jared Croker on the go, bench. When we're going to the heat of North Queensland, we're not going to carry a, a lighter player that's fast. No. Tim suggested he, he, oh, okay. he texted Ricky Stewart and suggested that maybe Jared Croker could get a spot on the bench. And um, Ricky texted back, no, mate. No, mate. No, mate. That's, he texted, that's... or did he just block you nah. again? What did he do? Did he, did he say no, mate, or did he block you? These stories that you make up are absolutely outrageous, and and I, I don't want to be part of it. So the halves are obviously Whiten and 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 Jamal Fogarty. Yep. Yeah, I don't think that's question. So Fogarty, that's how you I say it. Fogarty. I know, I Matt. Said you said Fogarty. Fogarty before. Fogarty, Fogarty, Fogarty. Right. Fogarty. So who have we got at thirteen? <laughs> this is the big question. Who I would have at thirteen? I'm not sure. Who I think will be at thirteen? Jay Tarpany. And I, I think it's the Madge factor is a big part of this because yeah. Madge has always played him um, for the Kiwis at 13. After having watched him in the World Cup at 13, watched him the last couple of years or definitely this year in the um, All-Stars at 13, mm. obviously he's going to be great whether you play him at 13 or front row and people will tell you that, you know, there's not yeah. that much difference between the positions. Yeah. Um, I like him more starting in the at, at front row. I think so when right. he plays 13, he tries to play bigger minutes yeah, and maybe he holds himself back a bit. Whereas you just want him to absolutely rip and tear. You don't want um, quantity of, of minutes on the field for him. Like he'll play big minutes. Like mm. we're playing in the front row. He was playing big minutes last year. So but when I want he goes quality. off at 13 or right, goes somewhere else, who's going to come into 13 at that point? The thing, the thing, the Raiders don't play a 13 normally and we're playing three middles. So um, if you look at the way we, we played in that first half on the weekend, Taps has always played, he can play a link man. He's not just a hit up guy, and he's got hands as good as anyone in the in the middle for, middle forwards in the entire competition. So he can play thirteen, and and it's all about if 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 you want him to play and you want Papa to start, who's the next best middle, and what's their strength? Is it going to be another thirteen, or is it going to be another prop? They're going to put on and and Emre's the guy, hundred percent. And Emre's that that first twenty minute maybe does come back. Maybe you know who what role he's going to be playing. He's going to be playing the. Louis roll. Louis roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I remember saying to you guys two years ago, I I, have a, I thought Emre was going to have a huge year last year. 
and his body shape, he he was really coming on. But he was Murray pretty Irving, good. He was. He was, and I think he's going to be good. I was. I've, I've watched this this trial a couple of times now, and he's he, he yes, he drops a ball, and that was always the mistake. But he's it was thirty seven degrees or something, and I, I just think he's our next best option in the middle. And then to answer your question, Pork, uh, there's the, th- the three props that came on, or the three middles that came on on the weekend mm. were Saulo, mm. um, Ada, Ada Mariota, and Hada Widenaida came on, and Whitehead went into the middle. And I do feel like that's going to happen in the in the side. I, I feel like horse is playing reserve grade when we go to Queensland. Ooh. So, and then and then I I do feel like the way that it's all working out, unless Starling starts to play better, if Levi can play eighty minutes, there's every chance that horse comes in and Starling drops off the bench. Like I, I after about three or four weeks, now you don't want a hooker to be playing eighty minutes in the first month of football, especially in Queensland. But Starling didn't look great. Horses look terrible. Mm. I just don't see how either of them uh, are starting, and I don't see how horses got a spot over Mariota on the bench and over um, Basami Solo. He looks he looks fantastic, Solo, to me. Like he's jumped over Peter Holler. Well, you were talking because... about Peter Holler last year, and where, where Peter Holler's fallen off a cliff. Exactly. It's sad. I was so talking it, him up it, because it, I had friends who were Cowboys yeah. staff. So, in but our, anyway, in our second row, we're obviously going to have Elliot Whitehead. Whitehead and um, Hudson, Hudson Young. Front row, Hutto. we're talking about having Papali'i. We're talking about having Levi in between them. And yeah. you guys both think it's going to be Emre. It'll be Emre. All right. 100%. So, then the bench is, you guys are Starling. suggesting that we don't have Tommy Starling. No, Starling will be on the bench. No, Starling's going to play. But yeah, he needs have to lift his game. Wolford's, Wolford's the one that's he's, yeah, dropped he's, down. Yeah, he's in trouble after that. Yeah, Wolford, that played on the week, Wolford played for New South Wales Cup on the weekend. Yeah. Okay, you know, so I reckon I had this conversation on, with um, on the bench. Just one second, Tim. Sorry, I, I had this conversation with Tim um, the other day. I have this theory, a bit of a conspiracy theory. After every final fade out that we have, whether it's uh, Edric Lee against the Storm in in, in twenty sixteen dropping the pass, whether it's um, Joey Lua, twenty nineteen oh, yeah. grand final, twenty nineteen grand, yeah. grand final, you burn Ricky, you can find yourself one way ticket out of the joint. You know, after that, after that semi, Edric Lee never played again for the Raiders. After the grand final, I mean, Joey, Lee, never, Joey played. Lee never played again. Yeah, but after every year, there's players that aren't going to play. And I, I get it. But like, I think there's a scapegoat. And I'm saying that I think that Wolford is potentially the scapegoat from the uh, from the semi against against the Eels. Or Wolford was a good stopgap that we got last year, who was a journeyman. Overachieved. man. He was over-achieved. a clay priest. He overachieved. Do you know who we missed, though, as well, I think, because... We were saying we got run over through the middle in that semi, and mm. Wolford sort of got found out a bit. We also missed Adam Elliott. Oh, massively, oh, massively. He, he's, he's yeah. and we will miss him again this year. He's the, he's the biggest hole Absolutely. we've got, no, and I that's my the concern. Between us beating the Melbourne Storm, and uh, yes, he got injured in the second half, and losing as badly as we did to Parramatta was Adam Elliott. Yeah, and and, and my concern is a week out. We don't know who our thirteen is. That's and right. we, but also I mean, what you got to decide. You got to decide how you want to play thirteen because a few years ago thirteen was a third prop, which is. Kind of how we run in Tarpany. You played a few more minutes mm. before that. You know, you had your, your smaller guys. You know, well, I know it's unpopular. Then it was the ball player. Beginning of the season, the pork has to come up with an unpopular view because it's it's tradition. I yeah. think it's tradition. I still maintain that if you're going back into the the mold that they played in the state of origin in the late nineties, early two kick the ball straight out at someone. And, Absolutely, know, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> sorry, you you read my stuff. No. Um, it's having um, a strong ball playing 5-8 going into lock. 
Yeah, and and the option that you can also Schneider. you can have Jack, you can have Jack going into thirteen, and the shoe man at six, and the shoe man at six. Now, until that's right, I'd, I'd I'd put Schneider at six and Jack at thirteen if that was but, the option. But, that, but that's an option. I'm just, I I don't think there's any chance they'll do it. But look, Hitler no. did it very well in those positions, and Laurie Daly occasionally went into thirteen, did very well too. Yeah. So it is it is very possible. So Starling on the bench. We've got who else? We got Adam Marietta. We got Adder. I think we can agree on that. Corey Hadawir and Nida. C H N. Yep. So who is the last man in? Well, he's saying Pasami Salo, but I still think I would still have Big Red. Salo, Big Red, right? And if it wasn't, I just want to throw into the mix, in spite of the fact you'll all make fun of me, Hopper, Croker, Hopper. <laughs> I want to throw in Hopper because a... if we if we run, that we're not back carrying an outside bench, back. Carrying an outside back on the bench. I don't think that's not such a bad especially, idea. Especially at the start of the season in heat. Well, We're not carrying the other back thing on the is we did see CHN go into hooker. I thought it was really, really weird, but we did see it. We did see it. He played hooker in the All-Stars, didn't he? No, but in one of the trials, there was like four sets. He was... He was oh, good. Well, he was hooker, hooker. He was hooker yeah. in the, the Maori team in the All-Stars. I was like, what the... Yeah, he started I, at hooker. Yeah, yeah it was... I'll put, a, I'll put a Raiders by 56 jersey or T-shirt uh, on who takes the 17 jersey. Out yeah. of the three of those picks. All yeah, right. Yeah. So you reckon it's going to be Salo. You reckon it's going to be Big yep. Red. And yeah. I'm pumping from the outside and saying it's going to be Hopper. <laughs> Hail Mary. Oh, sorry. Can Because I'm going for the outside back and it's such a it's a loose thing, I think we'll agree. Hopper or Elijah Or Croker. I'll give you both. Anderson. I'll let you split your difference. There's no way in the world Croker's been <laughs> <Croker>. match. <laughs> okay. So that's our thing, right? So um, look, there has been something that's been quite disturbing. In, in the last week that's actually happened. And um, Lord Funkington wants to tell us all about it. G'day everyone, Lord Funkington here. Season 2023 is upon us, well, in a week anyway. And uh, I don't know about you, but I use the off-season to review um, what we do here at uh, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork, and in particular what Lord Funkington does here at Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork and, uh, and Heather, of course. And I've been thinking hard about the last couple of years where we've been going pretty hard on uh, hashtags no more milk and uh, hashtags Raiders wear green. Um, and look, I don't see any reason to change this year. Um, I don't know if any of you keep up with the news, but uh, Canberra Milk announced last week that they are closing their last uh, ACT located uh, manufacturing plant and moving it to Penrith, if you can believe that. Penrith, of all places. So Canberra Milk now comes from Penrith. And if you call the Raiders the milk, you are compliant in this. You're complicit. It's absolutely disgusting conduct by Canberra Milk. And uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, they shouldn't be called Canberra Milk. It's Penrith Milk now. So our first hashtag for the year remains no more milk. Unpatriotic stuff to be calling Canberra Raiders the milk, even though they shouldn't have been anyway. It was a stupid nickname. But now it means even more. Do not call the team the milk. Hashtag no more milk. And then we move on. We were talking about stupid jerseys that have different colours on them. They're like blue and aqua or whatever the hell that was. Teal, some sort of shite. Uh, and we've gone with the all-white away jersey uh, for the first time since probably, what, the 2013 Terry Campisi side. Um, look, we'll hold off on that one for a couple of weeks because the, that white jersey looks great, but results in it are not. So we're going to hold off for a couple of rounds. I imagine the boys will be wearing it in round one when they um, lay a casual 56-point win on the North Queensland Cowboys up in Townsville. Uh, so we will re- we will come back to that. So in summary, 20, season 2023, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork and Heather. Lord Funkington, 
all our hashtags. No more milk. Do not call the Canberra Raiders the milk. Call them the Raiders. Call them the forklifts. Call them whatever you want. Just do not call them the milk. And we're reserving our judgment on what we think of these white jerseys. Thanks, everyone. Looking forward to a great year. Take it easy. Raiders by 56. Look, this program has been a great supporter of the supporter of the Canberra Raiders. We have not failed to push forward the sponsors of this club and say, please stay loyal to them, buy their products, go, you know, support the people who support your club. But I'm not sure I can continue supporting Canberra Milk if it's being made in Penrith. Hasn't been made in Canberra for a while. There are no like dairy cows in Canberra. No, no, but there was actually a process farm, and it was a cooperative. Yeah, they made some to actually, or something there. They but to actually have the the badging of a product of B Canberra when it's made in Penrith. Those last dairy cows on the way out to Fishwick, they're gone now. I don't know if you mm, noticed that. Mm. No, no, dairy. Where they were eating the can turf or something, and they're, yeah, yeah. they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. There's no but, dairy cows in Canberra. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's an end of an year, and so. You know, Sign of the times. Well, it de- it definitely goes to no longer we're not calling, as Lord Funkin says, we're no longer calling the milk. It's ridiculous. They're not sponsored. They're not even... It's Penrith. So what is it? Call Penrith the milk now. Oak. 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 It's the Oak um, facility. Yeah. That's, that's what we're doing. So no, yeah. there we are. Anyway. But well, what is it? it? What is it now? Get forked? <laughs> yeah, why not? Get forked. Get I think forked. that's very good. Get forked for the Raiders. For Raiders by 56. Get if you, forked. If you're going to, if you're in the, you see, <laughs> people, you need see a someone lift. in a green shirt, shout out, get forked. Get forked. <laughs> and, and this is the thing if you need a forklift, you cannot do better than the Toyota forklift. I mean, you can rely on them. You can rely. They're a fantastic product. Toyota, you, you can set your clock by them. They're reliable. They will not let you down. I have been driving Toyotas for over 20 years. And I'll keep doing that. And the instant I get no a forklift, you, so depressed. You, you can be guaranteed, be guaranteed <laughs> it will be a Toyota forklift. Is that the point you know you've given up on life when you just start driving Toyota? Mate, I love my RAV4. It is an absolute Unless I guess it's, I guess it's unless it's like a Land Cruiser or something, then that's still, but like, yeah. If you're driving a Camry or something, I mean, Jesus. I loved my Camry. Oh, <laughs> I loved it. The Millennium Falcon. It looked like a piece of crap. I crashed a Camry on the way to a film audition once. So I was on. I was... What, did you crash into a Magnum? <laughs> I was I was auditioning for a film called Garage Days and I had to be like Australia's number one rock star and I went in I had to mime a song Blake so I went in to the audition and I'd mimed um Killing in the Name of oh wow and I just I destroyed the entire um office and the casting agent was like uh yeah Matt that's a pretty violent audition um but it's good so do you mind um doing this for the director and producer it was a guy that directed the crow he's like but you got to do it this afternoon and you've got to drive um over to crow's nest to do it like over to north sydney can you choose a new song so i chose black by uh pearl jam how on earth did you do that why and i'm driving through like out of the sydney harbor like at sydney north tunnel whatever singing this song with the windows down in my Camry. And I didn't realize that I was in a traffic jam and I drove straight up the ass of a car. And, oh dear. And then That's rock I had roll. to go to the, it is rock and roll. I had to go to the audition. I'll be quick. I had to go to the audition um, straight after. And they said, oh, Matt, you're late. Are you okay? And I said, yeah, I just had a car accident. And they said, oh, can I get you a drink of water or a coffee or a tea or a beer? And I said, oh, I'll have a beer. And I took a beer and I chugged a beer because I was nervous because of this car accident. And then as soon as I walked into the audition, the director said, oh, man, don't worry. You got the job. I saw you scull the beer. There you go. <laughs> that's that's exactly how I got that film. You, you know, Blake doesn't like Pearl Jam. 
He's too cool for <laughs> Pearl Jam. Yeah, he thinks they're tryhards. But all of a sudden, he's happy about winning a poll where he's more popular amongst all his Ukrainian is and, it, is, and Russian Twitterati. The people spoke. He's more, the people he's spoke. more into <laughs> he's more into smog. I'm so, honestly, when they did that poll, like <laughs> a two things immediately came to my mind was mm. I, I feel bad. I'm going to feel bad for you. I feel sorry for for the pork because I knew the, what the result was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I was actually I was surprised it was as close as it was. Oh really? Yeah, I was surprised you got a third of. <laughs> <laughs> really really well unlike you i didn't go on and vote sixteen thousand times neither did i on all your neither burner accounts yeah yeah or <laughs> get your extended family to go in there and do it um but no no i'm, I'm quite cool being off piste i'm quite cool being the you know the the left of field quite sort of taste thing. in your camry yeah, yeah no, <laughs> oh, the camry went to heaven in a hailstorm yeah. unfortunately it was the millennium falcon looked like a bucket of crap but it could do the kessel run in 13 parsecs let me tell you it was fantastic Howdy, Raider Nick here. Raiders review with Blake and the Pork is the best. It's the number one Canberra Raiders podcast going around. We try to keep him off the show. Um, there was a loud outcry to sack him um, from pretty much most people, but uh, he threatened me with a knife. Um, he knows where I live, so uh, do you know what to, it was. Yeah, you, well, you know what, what most of the complaints were about. I just, I just had a horrible image of this. Mm. Is his personal grooming tips? Mm. He posted some. Oh, my <laughs> God. Did you hear about this, Matthew? No. No, uh, on Twitter. Oh, you don't want to know. Arnie you J was, was talking it about... It was beyond the pale. Talking about downstairs grooming on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> almost every podcast yeah. in the world is sponsored by Manscaped, except for this one. And I don't know whether he was trying to get as a Manscaped. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it was a thing. The, yeah. I, the idea of Arnie J... Going to town with the, the Gillette on the meat and tea bed is not something I want to think about. And there it was. He put it there. Anyway, it's time to rip in with RDJ. G'day, Raiders fans. Welcome to another year of rugby league. Last year, we finished 14 and 10 and came home with a wet sail, which made us all very happy. We gained Solo from the Knights, Levi from Super League. We lost Hodson, Adam Elliott, Harry Rushton, uh, Nickel Klukstar, and also Ryan Sutton. So Hodjo with his knee and his age and all the knee recos he's had, I'm not sure whether he's a huge loss. Adam Elliott is definitely a loss. Harry Rushton is a loss. The other guys are probably fringe 17s or not quite. So I don't think they'd worry us too much as far as our squad goes. Our strengths, well, this year I hope for a fit and healthy spine and it's going to make a huge difference to us this season. We lost our hooker for the year, Fogarty for half the season at seven. Jack Whiten at six is a huge strength in club land. He could even play 13 if required. I do think Schneider will make a good running six in the coming years, but unfortunately he might have to go elsewhere to find a starting spot. Our weakness, our well, our weakness is the hooker spot in my opinion. Wolford and Starling were pretty weak in defence last season, not tight enough. Danny Levi has looked pretty good in the trials from Super League, but... Our hooking position is a real concern for me. The unknown, it's Xavier Savage in our fullback spot. Uh, Savage doesn't wear a mouth guard, can you believe it? And he broke his jaw. To be fair to him, his mouth guard not have helped, might not have helped in this case. So will he turn into a real game breaker and a top tier fullback or a liability at the back with his positioning and defence? Is Chris fit enough to play fullback? I think Rapper's probably a bit old now for mine. You know, Hopawadi, plenty of question marks for us on this spot. So to wrap up my assessment this year is optimistic. 
providing we have a much better run with injuries. We have the squad to push for top four. We have some top class forwards and plenty of potential in the spine to score enough points to win most games. So ignore the trials. Don't listen to the doomsayers. And let's see how we go in the first five rounds. And go, you green machine. Okay, well, he's crazy. Another week where I'm not going to get shivved, or at least I hope I'm not. Um, so, he's but wild. That, he is. He's off the chart. But um, we tried to get rid of him. We did. You did. But he knows where I live, so you know we can't. Yeah. Um, but there are I've almost fact, run out, of honey. Actually. Yeah. No, I've still got some. Um, but there are, in fact, reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. One, two. Now, just before we go into this, there's horrible news um, that the, the guitarist Wilco from um, Ian Jury and the Blockheads, who are, of course, the theme song for this particular segment, uh, passed away in the off-season. And you know what? If you do nothing else but um, go and say, uh, go look up the I Want to Be Straight video, um, if you don't enjoy that, I, I don't want you listening to the podcast anymore because it is a piece of brilliance. Um, and uh, yeah, Vale Wilco, you're a fantastic guitarist, not just for the Blockheads, but for a number of bands. Um, just awesome part of our, our childhood. Um, but uh, we are yet to lose a game. We haven't lost a game for competition points yet. So that is a great reason to be cheerful. Your reason? Well, I think the reason that, you know, we should all be cheerful and, and, and reasonably optimistic about heading into the season is we've actually got a much better draw than we, we got in the past. I mean, last year, the Sharks, you know, made the top, where'd they finish then? Second or something? Second. On the back of a very favourable, on the back of a very favourable draw. Yeah. And we've got a very favourable draw ourselves this year. Mm. Mm -hmm. We play um, teams in the top eight less than any other, any other team in the comp. We play, I think, um, the Roosters once, we played the uh, Souths once, we play Melbourne twice, but, you know, we've got a pretty good record against Melbourne. Especially in Melbourne, we do. Uh, we do. But yeah, no, we've got we've got a good draw. So you know, it's not often you go into a season saying we've got probably the best draw of anyone. So yeah, that's a reason to be it cheerful. It didn't work out well for the Sharks last season, though, did it? Came second. Yeah, yeah, but then they just they weren't battle hardened. They bumped out as soon as they they went out. Well, no, we. So he, of the draw, he, though, so draw, it starts right? off a little bit hard. <laughs> so we've got North yeah. Queensland away, followed by the Dolphins away. Then we come home to Cronulla. We go away to yep. Newcastle. We come back home to Penrith. Then we go away to Brisbane at Suncorp. We go home to St. George Illawarra. Then we're home against the Dolphins, but that's down in Wagga, McDonald's Park. So I expect lots of you to get down there for that. Then we're away, but it's a, the Magic Weekend against the Bulldogs. Then we're home to Parramatta, home to Manly, away to South, away to the West Tigers, home to the Warriors, away to the Roosters, very annoying, home to the Gold Coast, um, away to the St. George Illawarra Dragons, away to the Warriors, home to Newcastle, home to West Tigers, then running home for the last four matches. It's Melbourne away, Canterbury at home, Brisbane at home, and then Cronulla away. So, yeah. Look. Everyone just got really confused with what you just did there because there's like 27 <laughs> games. But, well, but we play – we only play um, all the top eight teams last year. We only play one of them twice. So we've actually got the easiest draw by quite a bit. Who's the key? Pocky? Yeah. No, that's good. What's your reason to be cheerful then, Matthew? Uh, mine might surprise people after the trial form, but um, – I just want to, uh, when I used to go out to Seaford Oval, and you guys are probably the same, mm. or even when I used to go to Phillip Oval and watch the Rams play, one of the things that I used to love doing at Seaford was when you get the big league week and you don't just look at the ladder of first grade, you look at the ladder of the entire club. 
the club championship and you see how the club's doing in reserve grade and whatever the junior grade was back then. I'm really cheerful about where our, the state of our club is right now. You know, we're what, 10 years in after Ricky started or eight years, whatever it might be. Um, Ten. Not, uh, you know and how I, long this show I, has been going? We haven't actually said this. Do you know how long the podcast has been going, Matt? This is our sixth year. My God. Six years. Oh, wow. My God. And I'm just, congratulations, by the way. Thanks. Gentlemen. Thanks. We're not into backpack, you know, backslapping in. But I just thought. Um, but I, I feel like our club's in a really strong position. I feel like, you know, look, we might not get David Fafita and people complain about not trying to get the big marquee names, but we're certainly able to grab some of the better juniors in the, in the Sydney competition at the moment. You know, the Trey Moonies, mm. Chevy Stewart's there's, there's some players that, that do want to come down and play for us. And mm. we I, I feel like the depth in our club and the strength across our, not just our top 30, but even the reserve grade is stronger than I can possibly remember. And I'm really confident that um, all grades are going to have a really good year this year. Well, I hope you're right there. Um, Blarke, it's very early in the season, but do we actually have a listener of the week? I mean, does that actually exist at this time? Has anyone annoyed us, pissed anybody off? Said anybody? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't actually. Um, yeah, I haven't got one. Well, good. I do. I, one. I do. It you is do? Okay. your friend of mine, Sloan Raider, um, who is uh, one of Blake's very favourite Twitterati people out there. He um, never fails to satisfy or um, make us happy. Um, on the tweets, he's always out and about telling he's, his interesting he's, stories. He he might have to get on board with um, what's the new hashtag? What's not? Uh, lift the forks. Get forked. Get forked. Get, get forked. forked. I've got already. Get forked. Get forked. Um, no, he might no. have to trade his up the milks for the get for a bit of get forked. Yeah, no, no. Well, uh, no, it, it's it's um, but look, he he's a great follower of the show. And, um, you know, we just wanted to say right here that, um, you know, you're, you're uh, Raider of the Week. Now, his twi- you can find him on his Twitter um, uh, handle, which is at Sloan Father. And yeah. uh, his name on this is Raiders 2023 Believer. Yeah, he's got like 432 followers. Not bad. Not bad. Not yep. bad. Are you one of those, Blake? Absolutely. Yeah, no, of course you are. That's fantastic. Anyway, you're, you're Listener of the Week now. There's merchandise out there. There is. There is an absolute bevy. I was going to bring this up at the start of the show, but then I forgot. Okay, straight off the top, we can see if you, on the video, Matt's got his uh, Ask Clown beanie. Of course he does. Ask Clown beanies, uh-huh. they're done. Raiders by 56 beanies are back. Yeah. We produced some towards the end of last year. They sold out in like basically a day. Mm-hmm. It turned out that not everyone um, who listens to this show Oddly enough, wants to wear a beanie with ass clown written across it. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't know what what their problem doesn't is. doesn't make ask. any sense to me. Yeah, but anyway, so Raiders by 56 beanies. We produced them. They sold out. We've just got another run. Again, we've only done 25. They'll go fast. To grab your um, Raiders by 56 Blake and the Pork beanie, just head over to the Landspeed website or just search um, Raiders by 56 beanie on Google. It'll come up. That's how you can find things on the internet, Tim. Really? You don't actually need someone to like type out a link for you. you can just search things in. i just you'll, get you'll, my assistant to do it know, your secretary, secretary yeah. types out your tweets yeah uh so there's that and then we've partnered again once again with the wonderful people at uh rugby really good people and the range of bike and the pork merchandise on there it's exploded it really has it's you exploded. can get yourself a t-shirt that says on the front of it pork and someone has bought <laughs> one of those t-shirts yeah, you <laughs> it was me yeah, it was me <laughs> And you can get one that says Blake. You yeah. can even get one that says Heather. You, can, you can't get one that says Heather. Yes, you can. 
Can you? Sure you can. You can get one that says Heather. Absolutely. Well, it needs to happen. It well, needs if you to can't happen. get one, and you should be able to get <laughs> one. We'll organise it. There will be a Heather but T-shirt. Any size there. you want. They, they print to order, so any size you want. You can get it on a hoodie. Yeah. You can get it on a T-shirt, a black T-shirt, a blue T-shirt, green. And then you can also get the full cast of characters. Mm-hmm. There's one that's Blake, Pork, Heather, Shark. The other people, yeah, the other people. You can't even remember who. They- well, that, that's the, that's obviously the best thing about rugby league merch, and is that they can design it for you, and they can design the size for you. And you know, you go to a lot of the other sites, and and you can't really find your size and your design. Where right. these guys, they're flexible, and and that's why I think the podcast and probably other podcasts enjoy them. So it's it's worth jumping on and having a look because you might find something you like to wear. Brad, the wear Rip- your pork shirt. Brad the Ripper was very upset though where he couldn't get AM Raiders by fifty six. T-shirt in in the uh, the lime green five XL. Yeah, well, you can only get in the black, which is the one I've got. But he reckons it looks like a Parramatta shirt. But anyway, no, no, that's fair I'm, enough. I'm Don't argue with Brad the Ripper. Don't yeah. argue with Brad the Ripper. No, it is good, and and rugby league merch are really really good to deal with. Go go and have a look at their stuff. It's fantastic. But go and look at the Blake and the Pork merchandise because um, you'll find our stuff. It's <laughs> in the just go to the section bestsellers. That's where you'll find the Blake and the Pork merchandise. <laughs> Okay, so coming up, obviously, next Saturday, where it's 3rd of March at 5.30 in the boiling heat, uh, we got the Cowboys in Townsville. Then, uh, a week later at 5.30 again in the heat, we go down to Redcliffe and play the Dolphins. And then the following week after that, finally we come home on Sunday the 19th of March at 6.15, not in the boiling heat, and we play the Sharks. Um, so, look, let's hope for a big season. Any predictions for the season? I reckon top six. I, I don't think we're going to finish in the top four. I still think we're a little way off. You know, you, you look at the teams in the top four mm-hmm. and look, I'd like to say the Storm aren't going to make the top four. I've been saying that the Storm are going to drop every year for about the last well, 10 years. Well, they did last year. So that was, they didn't make it. They made fifth spot and we yeah. knocked them out. So who, 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 who's your premier? I mean, a three-peat is unlikely, but the and I know the Panthers are weakened, mm-hmm. but they're going to be right up there again. And who's your wooden um, spooner? Dolphins, undoubtedly Matthew, the Dolphins. Who's your premier? Roosters. Yeah, and, Roosters. And, the other and, one. And who's, who's your wooden spooner? Dragons. Okay, and I'm going to say the Raiders are going to be the premier, and my, I think the I, the Dragons or the Dolphins. I can't really split them, but I have a feeling the Dragons can have full meltdown. They're going to get the spoon. And and while um, if anyone's still listening. Congratulations. It's not just about the, our first grade playing up in Queensland. Our reserve grade are playing um, Parramatta, I think, in the before Parramatta play uh, Melbourne. It'll be on Facebook. So um, if you're jonesing for your rugby league, I think it's the day before we go to Queensland. It might be the Friday. Um, our Reggies are playing around 5 p.m. Sydney, Canberra time. And it'll be on NS or NSR, NSWRL, so New South Wales Rugby League.com. There's a Facebook link, and you can go watch, you know, half the guys that you watched in the trial run out against Parramatta, who uh, last year our reserve grade came, I think, fifth in the comp uh, on mm. the ladder, and Parramatta came fourth. So it should be a good game. And, um, mm. It's down there. It's in Kellyville, so it's actually not at Bank West. Um, so it might be a dry track. So I'm I'm really keen to watch reserve grade play because you know there's a lot of players that have had some experience in first grade, and a lot of players that we're hoping have some more experience in first grade this year. So mm. it'll be fun. Mm. I believe the children are oh, the future. Yeah, yeah. Teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> all right, you smart asses. <laughs> Show them all the beauty <laughs> they possess inside. <laughs> Give them a sense of pride <laughs> to make it easier. Let All the right. children's laughter. Welcome back, you sons of bitches. 
Anyway, you have been listening to the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Canberra Raiders podcast, Raiders View with Blake and the Pork, and of course, Heather. Heather. And um, we'll talk to you again. Get forked. Get forked. Get forked. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork.